Welcome to another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast, a podcast all about inspiring and encouraging dads and anglers as we wade through fishing, parenting, and faith on the fly. Welcome, everyone, to episode 40 of Dads on the Fly. I am Joshua, and I'm here with my brother Caleb tonight. Caleb, how are you doing tonight, man? Man, I am great, Joshua. Got to spend a lot of time on the water this last week, and I know we're going to spend some time talking about that in today's episode. So it's it's been a good week, and i got a week of being on the water coming up, too. So it's it's a good time to be out in the water and be fishing, man. The weather has been nice. We are currently getting some much-needed rain for our uh, local mountain streams here in western North Carolina. We had a big storm system come through yesterday. And uh, when I rode to church this morning, it was a uh, chocolate milk out there on our, our local pigeon right here. But, you know, we do need some rain. The water has been really down. And so hopefully that'll help and kind of get back leveled off here yeah, we before just gotta, too long. We just got to pray that your drain in your back of your house continues to work. Yeah, you know, being a homeowner sometimes rain. fun times. But, you know, we've got some drain. Getting homeownership grant. Yeah, home We're sitting here tonight grand. a little sweaty because my AC and that hailstorm the other day stopped working. So yeah, you homeowners out there know how that works. Uh, <laughs> fun times. Fun times of being a homeowner. But let's. I want to start tonight's episode. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for checking us out. Episode 40. Who can believe it? You know, 40 episodes coming up on a... A year here before too long. I want to just take a minute. We hadn't had a chance just for us to talk. We've had guests on our last two episodes and want to do a real quick recap. Just if you can think of one thing. I know I have one thing from from both episodes and I just wanted to see what yours was. First of all, big shout out. Thank you to Mr. David Coggins. We would love to hear from you folks listening if you have had a chance to check out the book. I got a lot of comments saying they'd already read the book. Some saying it was on their desk to read. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, what else guy, you think about? I got a guy at my church actually this morning who came to me and said, hey, man, I'm on chapter two of the book after I listened to the episode. So I love that. And uh, it is such a cool book. And we were just talking about the fact that that, that guy's like the most interesting man in the world, kind of like from the Dos Equis commercials. But what so. made it even better was how genuine he was when he talked to us and... I took away the one thing I took away, and I put this on our Instagram. He spoke about how certain fish belong in certain places mm-hmm. and how certain things belong in certain places. And I think that goes a long way. Once you find where you belong, you know, like you're a pastor. And you kind of went a couple different avenues and you found where you belong, right? Yeah. Like, it's kind of cool when you think about it. Like, yeah, that's neat. Like, for me, it's like I'm a, I'm a teacher. It's like, well, that's where I belong. Yeah. Um, I think, too, the way you talked about just the fact that things belong in certain areas. And so so oftentimes we get so caught up in, oh, I want to go do that thing, and I want to go do that thing, and I want to go do that thing. We skip out on the fact that we should be very happy with what we're doing, where we're doing it, when we're doing it. Which leads us into the first part of our episode tonight. We'll come back to a little recap of the Trout 30, Mr. Justin Bruce. But let's go ahead and talk about our, our little bit of our episode tonight. And folks... Two weeks ago, was it two weeks ago? Two yeah, Saturdays two weeks ago? ago? Or mm-hmm. one Saturday ago? No, that was last. I can't remember what day it was. But it, Caleb, was, it was not yesterday. It was the Saturday before that. Okay, sure. Caleb and I were just got the awesome experience to take our raft down here, right? You know, a stone's throw. You know, I don't know how good you are at golf, but maybe a three iron for some people. Probably be like two drivers for me. <laughs> anyway, definitely not a three iron you, for me. You probably, on the top of this mountain, you might carry one. Anyway, we, we put our boat down there and we partnered up with Pigeon River 
Outfitters. Yeah, I want to give a big shout out to Charles from Pigeon River Outfitters, the owner down there. Those guys did an awesome job organizing a river cleanup for the pigeon. Uh, they take a lot of uh, float trips. So if you're in the Canton area and you got kids this summer, man, go hit them up. Yeah, You'll be got- hearing some more about them on our podcast probably in the near future. In the near future, for sure. But, Their uh, opening date's coming up. Yeah, make sure to check them out. If you want to go have a good time floating the river and really one of the cleanest rivers in the area, especially now after we did that cleanup. I mean, how much... How much well, let me pull that so up we while the, we're talking about it. We well, had, the, I'll we had the, the flood from back in August, and so this was kind of their way of giving back and trying to kind of clean up the area to get ready for the summer. And we partnered people, with them and uh, Bearwater's out, Bearwater's Bear Brewery. Brewing. We had so many, met some cool people. Yeah. A couple of listeners of the pod. Yeah, thank you guys for showing up. Showing up. It was a, we took our kids. My two kids. My yeah, two kids. really cool. And we put one on the, put Foster on the back of the boat with one of those little grabbers. Yeah. And Foster <laughs> and Corbin on the front with me. And we found, uh, we stopped at the islands first. Like There's a little island right there in the river. And we found all kind of things. We found a couple of barb. I think we found one doll and oh, yeah. a lamp and lots of trash bags. I got to give your kids props, man. They had eyes. Corbin and Foster, they could find the, the stuff. A lot better than we could. Yeah, but it was it was officially called, according to their web release, the Polishing Up the Pigeon. Um, and we had 46 volunteers, which was a new record. Oh, so cool. See what happens when dad's on the flight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with us. We only had it. But uh, we had a new record of 46 volunteers, and we removed 2,600 pounds of debris waste. Over a ton of waste. And remnant. Well, that's good. You know, that's t- uh, of the August 21. And there was some big, like, our man, y'all are welcome. Yeah, give uh, a little shout out. Check him out on Instagram. He had a canoe look like he'd come from a junkyard. Oh yeah, we were piling. I mean, it had like by, so we were piling pipes it up. and oh yeah. He was throwing stuff on that canoe. We were scared. There was a flat screen TV somebody found. <laughs> yeah. We threw that in the dump, wow. and uh, you know, Foster and Corbin just had a blast. Yeah. And we had not done a river cleanup. Yeah. So two ways to look at it. Number one. Because of the rat, we felt like we were able to participate, which yeah, made we it were great. able to, to get our boat out there and help out. We wanted to do that. Number two, it was awesome to let us give back to a water right here in town. Yeah, I thought it was a cool way for us to come together and kind of help clean up our home waters. And you know, it, it, it was it was a great day. In some ways, it was a sad day because it was a remembrance of what took place last August when the flood came through and there was just so much devastation. But to see how quick we've rebounded and the yeah. river is very clean. Yeah. I heard Charles say that it actually it's cleaner it's ever time. been. The The water quality is high. It's a great place to come swim, to kayak, canoe, and to boat. Fish. And we're going to talk about here in a minute, a great place to fish. And I thought it was awesome as a dad showing my kids a way to give back. And they both had a blast doing that. And they took pride in it, and they took pride in something that's right here in their own hometown. And so that made it really cool for us. And so we hope to continue our partnership with uh, Haywood Waterways Association, Bear Waters Brewing, and uh, Pigeon River Outfitters in the future. And so we can't can't wait to keep those partnerships up. We're going to do another one at the end of the at the end of the season in the fall. And so uh, be on the lookout for that if you're in the neighborhood. But Caleb mentioned. We well, found before, out. Oh, go before ahead. we dive into that, I just want to say I thought it was really cool the fact we we took your kids on this trip and that they got to participate in helping kind of give back and clean up. 
you know, I think as our kids get older, that's something I know I want to begin to do more to show my kids how to really take care of the places that we, we really love. I think, you know, I think as a, you know, as a pastor and as a man of faith, one of the things I want to try to instill in my kids too, is we're stewards of this earth. You know, God's created this awesome place. He's created this awesome water source that, that we get to enjoy and we know, you know, even if you don't necessarily believe in God or you're not into all that yet and you're still just checking out this pod, um, I still think it's really cool that we were able to teach our kids or your kids about about giving back and about taking care of what we've been gifted with. Yeah, and to see their joy in it just as a dad, we often think we have to take them and the, giving kids opportunities to give back, they find just as much joy in like taking them somewhere for their entertainment. Does that yeah. make sense? Like they had a blast. Yeah. They had they so much totally bought into cleaning it. Cleaning up trash. Yeah. And trying to use those grabbers and like getting oh, cans we were, out of the river. Yeah. And, we were rowing back and forth up and down the river yeah. and they were picking and stuff up out of Corbin the water. Just river. trying to spot stuff in the water. <laughs> it was really, it was really cool. And, and it became a, a really cool morning. It's one we'll never remember. We'll it was never a forget. Cool moment. Yeah. yeah it's and a good moment for we're going to plan to do it again. And they take pride in it and they've told their friends and they've told their grandparents and look what we did. And so it was a cool thing to take pride in. Now, we also, due to that, got the op- opportunity, a friend of ours who has some property that let us put our, our boat in there. We, we okay? Yeah, our, our lights are flickering up we here got, with all this crazy wind and rain we've got going on. we got a storm coming There's in. There's a storm blowing in. Yeah, let's hope we don't. We're on battery power right now, so we're good shape. Oh, we're okay to keep recording? Yeah, we'll, we'll just, just go in the, the dark. dark. I love it. We'll light a candle and keep the candle burning. <laughs> it's old, uh, what was that? group that sang that song? Do you I don't know. That? We're, the... we're going to have to edit this out. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we found out that we saw, like, we, we were rowing with some trash on our boat. There was this new fly fisherman in the water and he was just hitting fish, man. Oh, yeah, and so like it is a hatchery supported water right here. Yeah, it's like so green line. You got a chance Carolina. to take a friend to do pretty much the same float we did cleaning up. Yeah, it was the exact same float we did cleaning up. And you up. hit it early one morning last week. Mm-hmm. And you put a hurting on him in a little bit of short yeah, time, didn't you? Guy, in my church, and just wanting to kind of show him a good time, and we uh, we fish for. Yeah, we'll throw him a shout. Uh, is our worship pastor Tommy Tommy Mr. Payne Tommy Payne music Mr. T Payne as we like to call Tommy him. Payne. <laughs> yeah, check him out if you like good, awesome Christian music. Find him on Spotify. Tommy Payne music. Give him a little shout out. But he was so much fun on the boat catching fish because. You know, kind of after a few minutes, he told me, he's like, man, I fished all day, and we fished for two hours, and I caught more fish in two hours, and we've caught all day. <laughs> heard on him with a little, uh, little little fishing report, olive olive green willy booger, right? Yeah, man, it was a blast. We were catching on streamers. It streamers. Was we're so going to talk about fun. the olive green willy booger again here in yeah, a minute. It was, the fi- it was the fly of the week. <laughs> it was. But what was cool is you were able to take him, you know, what y'all fish, two hours maybe, it's two and a half? Yeah. Yeah. I was... Let me just tell you how difficult this was for me. Oh, I could tell. Because for folks who don't know, the river that, the Pigeon River runs right through the Tarot County, through to town of Canton. Yeah. My classroom. You could about I can see, see I can see the Pigeon River. Yeah. From my classroom, if it wasn't for the stadium. And I can literally throw a baseball from my classroom into the Pigeon River. Yeah. So I had to teach school that day, and we were actually starting our testing. And so I'm monitoring testing, knowing that you and Tommy are floating the river. We're we're literally. I can your see window. your truck with the trailer <laughs> from my school, awesome. knowing where you're at. So it was, it was a little difficult for me to not know, but it was awesome to get a report that you guys had some fun fishing. So we know now 
well, I always, I always knew it, but we have, in our nine years of fly fishing, we have overlooked that river to fish in. Yeah. Now, part of it is, it's very weightable, but it's awesome to float. Yeah, it was a <laughs> so lot of fun. That's to part float. of it. The other part of it is, you and I have recently sort of kind of gotten a better understanding of home waters right right here especially with our kids yeah like for us like oh we need an adventure to fish but sometimes you only have an hour mm-hmm. or two like you had that day mm-hmm. and so you would embrace that short trip and it was a cool day yeah and i have recently done a couple of those evening trips with my kids just for like an hour yeah taking them out letting foster cast uh no, only catching a couple fish, but now that we know that the boat is so great for that, and now we can just go one afternoon, and you're going to see us, folks. Folks that live in Canton, you see the rat, just <laughs> wave at us, holler at us. I had a guy holler at us on Instagram that morning that I took it out. Yeah, there you go. Saying, so, hey, man, I think I just saw you just saw us. road. So you will, uh, you know, you want to throw out some tips or whatever we need to do, just hit us up. Yeah, I think what you're saying, embracing our home water, embracing those short trips is so important. I mean, that was a, that was a two hour float right here in town. We literally, I went to work that morning, left for two hours and came back and got back to work. So it wasn't anything long and crazy, but it was so much fun. But what a great place to take. I don't know how much of an experience Tommy was on a fly rod. But that's a great place for us to take people teach them how to fly fish. Well, absolutely. Because you're in a great river system. Mm-hmm. It's super clean water, super clear. There's plenty of room to cast. Mm-hmm. You've got some big holes. You've got some ripples. You've got different water to fish. Yeah. And it's it's right here. Yeah. And We were in the water when we left yeah. in two minutes. And I think, I go back to Mr. Jim Klug, the episode we had with him. Yeah. You know, the guy travels all over the world, right? Fishing for all these species of fish. And he said, when you're getting your kids into fishing, take them somewhere that they can be successful. Yeah. Well, that's somewhere you can be successful. <laughs> Absolutely. And they can catch fish. And an, a 10-year-old boy doesn't understand the difference between that stocked and wild fish. Now, we do. And even through this podcast, we've kind of changed our opinion on that. Yeah, there's, you know, we did that episode on the Curate Experience yeah. and... But you're still catching fish, and, yeah. and you're having a good time with whoever you're with on the boat, and or in the water, or waiting, or and you're having those conversations, and that was cool that you got to do that. I'm looking forward to doing it solo with some people. Yeah, and you know we're gonna talk about my new adventures in we're rowing later. I know we're, we're gonna get there. Learned how to I'm, row now. Oh, we can make that happen. I mean, we can do it. Oh yeah, that's so, easy. I think to you know, uh, Coggins talked about this in his book that we talked about with him a couple episodes ago. The last section of his book is really about home waters and the fact that you got to come to appreciate those places. I mean, this guy's traveled all around the world basically fly fishing, but yeah, I don't want to go back to that, that what you were saying, kind of that, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, that theory of place that everything belongs in its right place and we can appreciate it for where it is instead of trying to get. That's very philosophical, man. No, I'm like, not trying to be that way. I know, but, it was, but I think that's important. <laughs> That we think about that, let's stop trying to 
maybe have all these crazy experiences and just appreciate what we have. I mean, literally out our back door. Yeah, I don't want to go too in depth on what you're saying because I wanted to close the. I didn't even have this on our list tonight to talk about, but it popped it's in my okay. head. We kind of went there, but I want to close on that later. So I want to come back to what you're saying. Okay. Um, but I think it's time for a little information about Joshua's adventures <laughs> behind the tying vice adventures behind the vice. Yes. But before we do that, into that segment, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. This episode of dads on the fly is brought to you by Anadromous fly company, Anadromous fly company, your sharpest decision in fly tying tools and scissors. Make sure and check them out at a flyco.com. Find something you like, and once you get it in your cart, add the special discount code DADS20 for 20% off your entire purchase. That's DADS20 as the discount code for 20% off your purchase at Anadromous Fly. I've got to tell you, Anadromous Fly Company has gifted us with some amazing tools. My scissors are definitely the sharpest tying scissors I have ever owned, and they have extremely affected the way that I tie today. So make sure to check them out, aflyco.com. Use the discount code DADS20 for a discount at checkout. And welcome back to episode 40 of Dads on the Fly. Joshua and Caleb with you today as we are back with another tale from Joshua's Adventures Behind the Vice. Adventures Behind the Vice of Dads on the Fly brought to you by Anadromous Fly Code. Check them out at aflyco.com. Your sharp decision and fly tying tools and scissors. So Joshua, tell us about some fly tying adventures lately. Okay, it's it's been a while since we've done this part of the episode because it's been a while since I've tied some flies. But you've been at it lately, I've, and I've, I've got to tell you, I'm quite impressed. I've, I've been at it to a degree. Okay, first of all, let's talk about what I feel comfortable tying on my own. <laughs> okay. okay. When you say so, on your own, you mean at your house without me supervising? Yes, without a teacher. So <laughs> all right, I like it. On my own, at my house, I have effect, effectively mastered... The Waltz Worm. The Waltz Worm. Which I know oh, is... Excuse me. The Sexy Waltz. Which is Let's not get it right. a difficult sexy waltz. fly to tie, but it's a very effective fly, which we're going to hear about Especially about our Friday trip. in our area. Yeah. So, I'm pretty comfortable with that. I got a big order from uh, from Umqua with a bunch of hooks. Yep. Ordered a ton. Just like... So, I got so many hooks. As soon as I got done with grad school, I did an order the next day. Like did all these hooks. Some, some beads... And then I went to a local fly shop to order, I mean, to buy some hackle, which I'm still learning, like, what that is. <laughs> and did we come over here that night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you came over here. So we came over here, and we tied up some flies. We did. And I tied my very first ever... You remember what it's called? Well, we, we tied some dry flies. We did. We tied dry flies. But we tied something before that, didn't we? We, we tied the... I definitely tied some... A parachute post for the first time. Yep. And you only, you, you never said any bad words. I was quite impressed. No, I didn't. It's just, I can't, I still have to work on this skill. And we, we caught our buddy Howie, um, Howard the Duck 23 guys. We talk about him all the time. He's our, our fly tying. Extraordinary. He's our expert he's our go-to that we go to. Yeah. He's like, you know. For fly tying, for sure. Yeah, the Professor Howie's what we should call him or something. <laughs> but he was like telling us some different tricks to try to get that parachute to not like flop to the left and to the right. Mm-hmm. I have not had a chance to test that fly yet. Oh, yeah. 
Got it. I've got it dialed in now. You have it dialed in now. Oh yeah. Okay, sweet. But I haven't had a chance to test my dry flies yeah. on wild fish yet. Um, but what, didn't we tie some other stuff that night? You you were showing me a couple other things besides just the dry fly. Well, you st- tied your first dry fly though. What was it? Oh, the elk hair caddis. Yeah, you got on the elk hair caddis, man. And those weren't terrible looking. No, you, I you mean, got them looking good. A couple of those were all right. I, you had to learn how to you know, use a hair stacker. You had to learn how to tie in deer hair, which is an adventure in and of itself. I felt like I did better with that part than the... Uh, I have trouble wrapping the... Remember I tied that one and forgot to put the... When did I forget to put the hackle on it, maybe? Yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you tied a you tied a elk hair caddis without any heckle on it. So it's okay, basically so just here, deer here's what hair I think I've decided. Dubbing. You know, I've got a as soon as school's over, and this week it's supposed to be rainy, so I won't be outside much. I'm working on my fly tying room downstairs. Yeah, that we're going to both use. Mm-hmm. We're going to have each a desk down there. It's going to be epic. I can't wait. I'm thinking you're going to have to make me some cliff notes. Tying studio slash recording studio. Yeah, but I think you're going to have to make me some cliff notes. Okay. So I can have these laminated cards. It's like one, like step by step <laughs> for each fly. Then I won't forget that crap. You need some recipes. Yes. Okay. Is that what they call them? That's what I call them. Fly tying recipes? Yeah. I mean, that's what they call it. So normally what like a Rolodex is not a of recipe by. book? <laughs> Dude, we're going to start you a fly tying recipe book the dad we're gonna we need to write this down the dad's on the fly fly tying recipe book that's a pretty good idea we could have fun with that i mean there's a lot of tying books out there that that's basically what it is and a lot of them have picture guides and stuff that show you how to do things i mean before youtube that's how guys learned to tie flies was reading it but you understand what i'm saying i need like step one step two step three because i now know how to tie in like different things Mm -hmm. and kind of where to tie them in at you just skip a step yeah, if I don't, I don't remember. You I've got the, it. You forget the wire yeah. for your. But I think what I'm going to do down there in that room is I'm going to put us a flat screen on the wall, so we could just stream YouTube. Through. There you go. <laughs> That's a <laughs> That's great my plan. idea. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I'm just going to stream YouTube videos down there. I and am ready for the studio. It's going to happen, and I'm just going to tie. But it was really fun. I like the parachute post, and I know I have to have those because those are the only flies I can. I, I fish those flies better. Because I can see them. Yeah, those pairs, especially in our blue lines and yeah. wild water around here. Those are those are definitely must. And when when we fish those, a lot of times we need something very high vis to be able to spot them on the water. Yeah, and I just I just fish flies better than I can see. Like even the foam ants and stuff I fished during the summer, I they put a, a little, hot spot. I put a hot spot on them or something yeah. so I can see them. It's not. I don't think it's really for the fish, is it? No, it's more for me. The fish can't see it. I mean, you got to think that it's above the fly, and the fish don't see that at all. But it's something to give you some visibility. Visibility. So that was awesome. Well, but you had something better happen that you haven't told the people about yet. Well, I thought we were going to talk about Friday first. Is that what we're talking about? Well, let's just use this to segue into that. You had something take place this week, but you this happened before our Friday trip. Yeah, I did catch a... Then it goes to fly time. I did so caught a fish, to- like my fish on... Yeah, that was Monday night. Me and Foster went out to uh, upriver of the downtown portion of the Pigeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a buddy who's got some access down there. And yeah, I caught a pretty good-sized rainbow. It's a pretty good fish. On? Uh, sexy Waltz, man. Nice. That I tied, one yeah. that you tied. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. How, um, what was that like for you? It, it was cool. But I felt even better on Friday's fish, to be honest with okay. you. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I don't. I don't really know why. I was like, so because Friday. Let's fish, wrap up the fly tying segment. Okay, with the ahead. fact that Joshua caught his first fish on a fly yep. that he tied. Big shout out to uh, our buddy Matt Gilliam at Hunter Hunter Banks. He he hooked me up with some stuff. 
like he got me on this um, the possum dubbing is yeah. what it's called mm-hmm. and that's what I'm tying my sexy waltz with yeah, so I don't man. know if that's a hint or not or if that's like a tip for people I don't know the difference but it's what <laughs> it's what I got it, and, it works good for you and I put a hot pink bead on it I like it so that's my sexy waltz I'm digging it man it's just a little, pink, little pearl it's like a size of 18 too that was the other thing I've. that's probably the smallest fly that I've yeah. tied and, and then I just Take little some, pearl flash for the ribbing. Whatever you gave me, some yeah, rainbow, whatever. I don't know what it's called. Just whatever yeah. I can find out that shines. It's I'm awesome. gonna start going into Corbin dolls and <laughs> taking stuff when she's not looking. But anyway, we got to start writing those down. The the random material that we find in random places. Go ahead. Well, yep. listen. This has been Adventures Behind the Fight. Adventures Behind the Vice with Joshua, sponsored by Anadromous Fly Company. Make sure to check them out at aflyco.com. Your sharpest decision in fly fly tools. tools. All right, so let's segue in Friday. Evening, afternoon, late afternoon, we were able to get away, found, uh, thanks to the wonderful Papa and Pearl. We know Pearl will be listening, and Papa as well. I want to give them a big shout-out. They uh, handled the children for the evening, um, or my children, I think. Well, all three of the four children. Had, we had one, that was, yeah, we had one, one that was not the feeling great. But, um, and we set off on a new adventure trip. Half Okay, so half the water we had floated before, but we put it up higher upstream. Mm-hmm. We had not floated. We'd seen it look pretty good. Well, we were told it was pretty good smallmouth water, and that's something we've been wanting to do. Well, it could still be pretty good smallmouth water. We're going to get into that. Yeah. But we load up the boat, uh, went down. We got, a, we got a cool shuttle service. We won't throw that name out on the air, but if you want a cool shuttle service for, for the- Shoot us a message. Shoot us a message. We got, we got to take care of. And we, we get to the put-in. There's these steps- and dude, I just can't. We, we we're gonna say this every episode, but we just threw our rat right down the hill, and poof, just put awesome, it in the water, man. and it was rolling. Love the river. Um, this nice couple walked up and asked us the question, "Hey, what do you think about the rapids on this stretch of the river?" <laughs> we said we're about to find out. We said we'll let you know in about four hours. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we put in, and our goal for the first, you know, two hours of the float was we were going to chase some smallies. We even you tied up a bunch of flies. Oh yeah, we tied a lot of smallmouth flies. I found you had some a bunch of articulate streamers that I had from the past that I'd never really used. That when I bought my um, sink tip, when I bought my six weight rod last year, I was like, I'm gonna chase more bass, and I never did. That was before we were doing the podcast, and I had all these flies I'd bought from different fly shops and. We got a great boat box, which was a cool addition to the trip. We put all our streamers in the boat box. Yeah, man, that uncle boat box. That uncle boat box was rocking. And we set out. And you got on the sticks first because it was new water, and we were going to see, like, well, we, we knew were, there was a couple rapids. There was a couple yeah. rapids we needed to be careful at, so we threw me on the sticks to make that happen. And, there we go. So we set off, and we boat. just start, I mean, we just start casting like crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm chunking streamers. I'm chunking man. streamers all day, and we chunk streamers for... An hour and a half. Streamers, crawfish patterns, anything articulated things. Anything we can find, right? And all we, kinds of stuff. I don't ever think we had a follow. Well, that's not true. We had, a couple had one follows. follow. We had one or two follows, maybe. I felt like I never had a follow, but yeah. you know, I was just working on my casting, baby. I mean, it was a good practice day for me. It was. Um, so it was a good casting day for me. And I, my favorite part of that trip, well, the first part. Yeah, the first part, the, yeah. the smallie section that we're trying to do. Because we're learning. I mean, th- that was the first time we had ever chased smallmouth specifically. Like, that was our goal that day. Stay tuned, folks, for the rest of the summer. We're going to find them. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. My favorite thing was you made a phone call on the river 
to our friend Fish oh, Hands. We, we hit up Fish Hands. I mean, I was just like, we I like, paused. Man, we've been doing this for an hour and a half. We, and we are doing nothing. Let's call. That was when we had gone through the rapid that you rode through, and I, um, I switched to the oars, and we oh, pulled. Yeah, and then we had we, we anchored up and ate our charcuterie and. Charcuterie on the river just is so much hit better. the spot. I had prepared that for us. It was awesome. I love that we call it charcuterie and we got a fancy name. It's basically just lunchables because that's what we grew up. Yeah, on. but it's adult lunchables it's and adult it was good. Lunchables. It was a little nicer awesome. than regular lunchable. And so we're sitting there and I'm like, dude, we just got to call Frank because he's a smallmouth man. So he gave us some tips and we tried to use them, but you know, we just, we didn't find any smaller. We crapped out. We we didn't, we didn't find didn't any catch a single one. We did not catch a smallmouth that day. We are going to catch some smallmouth. Be oh, ready, they're going to happen, but. Obviously, we probably need to take somebody with us who knows what they're doing. Yeah, but I think... But it's kind of our quest now, right? Kind of, yeah, it's kind of the thing. I mean, I kind of like the... I don't like the fact that we didn't catch fish. But I like the fact that I have a big challenge now. And I don't want to... I almost don't want to get somebody to go because I want to figure it it's out. It's going to be our mission. Like, the I other... want to research and I want to look it up a little bit more. Because I think about like when I got into trout fishing. Yeah. I knew nothing about where trout were. I knew nothing about how to fish for trout. Nine years later, I've kind of figured it. I haven't figured it all out. Don't get me wrong. Uh, we're not bad. But we've got it figured out enough so I know we where catch trout it. should be and we catch fish. I don't have a flipping clue about how smallmouth behave. No. I don't have a clue about where they live, yeah. what kind of cover they like, what kind of we thought we knew. things we tried. they eat. I mean, we, I looked up We threw bit. flies at every log, stick, branch, rock, riffle. Everything we could figure out. We thought slow water, fast water. We were like, should we be casting the sun? Should we be casting the shade? And it was very hot, which we need to throw that out here a little bit. But we need to throw that out there. That's why we tried to do that for the first three hours of the float. Yeah, we didn't Um, want to be catching trout. We didn't want to catch trout. We knew the water temps were high. It was a very hot day for for May here. It's like in that, isn't that the high 80s, low 90s? And so we were trying to, we were being very cognizant of not stretching out tr- not stressing out trout yeah. in in warm water temperatures because it's not good for them now what was funny on that trip is i think caleb was so fired up to go chase these things he just thought we were gonna like slay them in his head which oh, is, i was pumped i knew yeah. going in so there's almost like a difference between our two personalities because usually i'm like oh this is gonna be good and i was the one who was just like loving being out there and you're like, we're not catching any fish at one point and i, and <laughs> I was, was like there's almost like a role reversal there which is how far i've come just in being out on the water. Well, I went in super optimistic and yeah, got humbled very quickly. Still optimistic, but you know, maybe the trout I was optimistic for a fifty fish day. You, I mean, I don't you know about that. Catch one. Yeah, we've had. We don't know if they're not in that stretch of water. If we fished the wrong water, the water was a little muddy, and we thought it was going to be. We don't know. It was hot. It was hot. We don't know. We're going to find them. We'll eventually. figure it out. Somebody will probably send us a message and tell us what we did wrong. Yeah, which is probably fine. so. That's fine. Please do. Just send it. In a nice way. <laughs> so we we floated though the whole evening. We uh, we got into so this river eventually comes into trout water, and we got in the trout water. So I rode. I think I probably did fifty percent that day. Yeah, think? at least at least fifty percent, if not more. Yeah, and but we we did switch for the big the biggest rapid where we came through that bridge, and that was pretty funny. Well, we we switched with rapids that we never ran before. Yeah, I ran the ones we ran before, you but ran you ran the, the ones yeah, that we knew. Yeah, you ran the one that. <laughs> So we're going on this, there's this like, there's this gap through the bridge. And I'm like, Caleb, just shoot that gap. And he's like, yeah, I think that's the one we want to shoot. He's like, as long as you don't hit the bridge. And literally, right when you said that, the water kind of flipped us. Oh, it just shifted us. But we were like two inches from the bridge. I was like, no, nah, we're going to miss it. Well, then we did. And I was like, you got a great line. Well, it ended up being a decent line, I guess. I don't know. Thankfully, there was enough water. 
But we literally just went gnarly. We, we looked just, back afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, I hope our wives don't listen to this episode. There's probably some stuff we need to do a little better about scouting some areas. Before I thought we it was over. good, man. Oh, the rat just money. went right over, cool. and you were like, "That's about a two and a half like, foot That was drop. no problem." And he was like, "Well, our anchor did hit the rock on the back." Yeah, we banged like, it pretty good. Tornado the anchors scout out. They were fine. So then we got into the trout water, and uh, we um, paddled down. I switched. We uh, I got on the oar. I got on the sticks and well, first of all, that's when I caught. Before I got on the oars, I caught two fish. Mm-hmm. One on, on a sexy waltz that I tied, and the other on a girdle bug I tied. Yeah, on a rub, patch rubber legs. Patch rubber legs, yeah. yeah. So I got to start tying some more of those patch rubber legs in that color. Which that I think that fly, that fish made me feel better about my fly tying. Not that that's a hard fly to tie. I mean, it's it's multiple steps, but that it's. One I get ticked a lot at because I don't tie them stinking legs on right. Yeah, um, and it just made me think. Yeah, they don't care how many legs are on it because I don't tie mine with so many legs that so I just get, I'm just a waste of step in my mind. I can tie start on another fly, yeah. so I just do like you know two two and what is it six? I don't. Yeah, you do it, a four leg rubber leg. Pretty much, yeah, and it, and it works fine. So that was a cool fish, and then caught one on the waltz after that, and then we I think I was in the front, and then we switched, mm-hmm. and I got. In the orders, and you started, and it was, here's the thing: it was getting kind of dark. Yeah, it was getting late, and we knew there was one rapid we wanted to run, like before it got dark. before dark, which was good because we ended up getting stuck on a rock in that rapid. <laughs> not not our fault. We couldn't find <laughs> no, the yeah, yeah, yeah. like we thought the line was good, and it was like we didn't see the rock. We were stuck on it, which is fine. We bounced right off. Yep. But you started like every other cast there for it a minute nuts. on that green woolly bugger again. Green woolly bugger streamer fishing. There's just nothing. But like talk that. about it was a slow. Talk about. It was a slow strip, right? Yeah, it was weird. So a lot of times when I'm streamer fishing, especially for trout, I'm pretty much smack in the water and straight strip, like strip, 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 strip. They chase it. Sometimes you can get them to the boat. I mean, I've caught them before. I've watched them take yeah, the walk fly all the way in because you strip it all the way in, and then you just kind of use your rod to strip it a little bit. But the craziest thing, and and I learned it by mistake, which is really funny. These fish were hitting it, so fly would land maybe two quick strips and then stop. And then they hit it when it stopped. Yeah. They were, they were very, and they, when they hit it, man, it, they would waylay it, but they were not chasing it far. It was like two strips and they yeah. stopped. And I learned that because I stripped, I threw, I threw one cast. I hadn't really been catching many stripped twice. And then my, my Apple watch buzzed and I stopped stripping to check my watch. And all of a sudden, bam. Well, not to, take away from that awesome experience but remember that first second fish i caught i went to get a drink and i was just i had my rod <laughs> just, rod was just my rod was just up. laying in the boat like out there and all of a sudden it just took off man this, and, this just cracks me up because i think sometimes we just try way too hard yeah i mean i was just i let the rods lay down for a minute so i could get a sip of drink and the next thing i know like yeah. and we had another fish so it was a cool you know right before dark we caught something we could have kept i think we you could have kept we nailing fish, bit, but we were like, eh, we better get in. Um, got in, got to the takeout, met some really cool people oh, at yeah. the takeout, uh, which is always fun. And uh, Big surprise, you met somebody at the takeout. Yeah, well, you know, we're talking about, uh, well, they had just gotten a, a raft, and they were trying it out for the first time, and we were talking about our raft. and They were asking us about rowing tips. Yeah, that was hilarious. Remember when they passed us in the water? They were like, this is my first time on the sticks. I was like, well, this is my second. So, um, I mean, maybe not second, but it felt yeah. like it. And uh, that was a cool deal to meet them and so on. And so, great trip, awesome day, got some dinner on the way home, beautiful evening. 
and I just thought about this today while we're getting ready for this pod. A couple things. One, we've already talked about embrace the short trip, embrace your home waters, which you wouldn't necessarily call that our home waters, but it's within an hour of us, right? Yeah, it's not far away. And I think about how blessed we are to live where we live in terms of trout fishing. Oh, yeah. Or in terms of fishing. Like There are people who don't have to, have to drive hours. Well, there are people who love fly fishing like we do, but they don't get to do it like we do. Yeah, because we have it right here. So I thought about that part, that yeah. part first. But then I also wanted to, and this kind of wants to be my dad tip of the week. Sometimes we take for granted how blessed we are and our, our kids need to appreciate more of how blessed they are. Mm-hmm. Like, you and I, we, we're far from wealthy, but in the terms of the world... Very far. Well, that's true. In terms of the world, we're, we're very wealthy. wealthy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of the United States, maybe we're far from wealthy, for sure. <laughs> but in terms of the like world, yeah. we're very wealthy. We're extremely blessed. And our kids are very blessed. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the opportunity to have three fly rods on a boat and yeah. a boat and a truck that can get, I mean, Absolutely. all these yeah. different things. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it like that, we're extremely blessed. We're extremely blessed. And I think sometimes we take that for granted and our kids forget they want more, 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 more. Mm-hmm. And we want the same thing. <laughs> we shop. That's I want this point, fly rod. Yeah. I want this reel. I want, and, and all that's cool. And I'm still gonna probably want it at some point. Yeah. But we caught fish and with, the stuff we have and we yeah. don't always need the newest coolest thing to have a great day on the water absolutely and i think too when you think about it in terms of kids i don't want my kids to be spoiled brats that are always want more and i think the best way we teach them that appreciating our blessings I mean, really gratitude is we just we, we got to model it well, we did that, I mean, though. If, our, if we oh, recap yeah, this all the totally way back agree. to the beginning of the episode, we talked about the river for cleanup. Yeah. My kids had a great time cleaning up the river, being out on the water with their mm-hmm. uncle and dad. Mm-hmm. Just as much fun as going to Dollywood one day. Yeah. Not that we don't have Dollywood passes and we're going to go. Yeah. My point is I that get what you're saying. there's blessings right there in the daily. And we had an yeah. afternoon that we knew we were going to get to do that, mm-hmm. and we were blessed to get to do it. I mean, we were... I mean, I put some pictures up on Instagram. We were paddling through that water real still. I was like trying to learn how to front oar, which was got to work on those different muscles. I'm really good going backwards, but I got to work on my front stuff. Man, the the scenery was beautiful. I mean, yeah. we got all this greenery. It's just so green right now, yeah. and, the, and the mountains. And I mean, we're blessed, and we should not take that for granted. For granted. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I wanted to run this full circle. Yeah, and I, and I think you know, as far as dad tip, we we just model that gratitude. I mean, do we talk about with our kids how grateful we are for what we've been blessed with? Do we talk about our blessings with our kids? Do we talk about the fact that we need to be thankful for the stuff that we have, for the place that we right. live? For the, Often the I'm stuff too guilty to of complaining that my air conditioner isn't working. I'm the same way. No, I'm with you. I mean, I'm doing like that right tonight now. Tonight at home. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm too busy complaining about the stuff, and especially in front of my kids. And I want to make sure I'm being a little bit more intentional about thinking about what are the things that I'm saying in front of them? Like what? Because they're hearing it. Oh, they hear. They hear. We talked about that not too long ago. They hear everything. They hear. Holy cow, my kids. <laughs> yeah, they hear. They always repeat. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But they do hear and they do. They pick up on it. They will pick up on your mannerisms. They will pick up on. So if you're always complaining about something, don't be surprised when your kids complain a lot. Yeah, that's a good point, and and that's what I just wanted to bring this full circle. So be blessed in what we have, yep. 
what you have where you are. And for us, it's home water and the ability to do these trips, man. Absolutely. And I just can't say enough. Man, I'm blessed by this podcast. That's true, This too. is crazy. It's blessed to the community we've met, the people, yep. what we get to do every week. We have always said we're going to keep doing this because of how much we love the conversations. I'm, I'm blessed that we have gotten this raft that has opened up so all much. these opportunities for us. And I know... <laughs> I have a, I had a buddy tell me like the, after he listened to like the second episode, right? He was like, I get it. You guys started a podcast and now you have to go fishing. <laughs> Which is kind of not always not true because it is, it is really it's open R&D, my, It's R&D. But it's really opened up to, you can chase all kind of different things, you know? And, and I'm not, not want to be like, all I worry about is fishing. I mean, I still follow some sports, but to be honest, I mean, I watched fly time videos until now and different things, and, and that's okay, but that's okay because I feel like I'm getting involved in a community of meeting people and giving back in certain ways and through this pod trying to encourage and inspire. So I'm trying to learn yeah, about it, what I'm doing. It's something that we've become extremely passionate about, and I, we've talked about that in past episodes. Yeah. Are you keeping your journal? Not as well as I should be. Because I'm, well, you know me, I've got a note on my phone mm-hmm. that I'm writing stuff down, and then I want to go back and journal about it. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be interesting to see how many days on the water we get this year yeah i know it's going to be more, than last, be more than last year i already have yeah and we fished a lot last year because of covid yeah because we weren't able to do much other stuff mm-hmm. but i still think this year is going to be more yeah I agree. and i know it's going to be more because i'm taking my kids more yeah, absolutely and which is awesome so that brings to a conclusion i think right yeah i mean i think we were talking about to the fact that we're blessed by this podcast so let's talk a little bit more about the pod like where are we headed man we got some exciting stuff coming up well, if you ask me where we're headed, that could go into a long story. I got all kind of big <laughs> things planned for this big deal, but one thing we well, want to talk, talk about about next month. What what's headed our way? Okay, well, not next month, but we got our we got our one year anniversary coming up, like mm-hmm. a month or two. Yeah. It's like July, we've been right? Doing this, and we're doing it for a year, in July. which is you know we put out an episode a week, as you guys know. So we've been doing a lot of episodes. I don't know what episode that's going to fall on, but because we did skip some weeks, we had some mm-hmm. things come yeah. up back in August. But we've been doing a pretty good job now getting an episode out a week. We would like to, uh, in the future at some point, we don't know when yet, yeah. but we're going to start compiling, hopefully, some questions from our listeners. Yeah, we'd love to do a little Q&A. So what questions do you guys have for the dads on the fly? And we only, you can email us, DM us. I think on our website, you can leave a recording. Yeah, there, you can leave a recording. You can... Uh, there's a contact us form on there. Fill it out however you want, however you want to contact us. Shoot us your questions. We'd love to hear from you. They can be anything. Here's what questions, we're fishing questions, absolutely anything related to anything questions. Who knows? We might take them. And here's what we're going to do. If we, we're going to compile a bunch of questions. Don't we do a Q&A? If we use your question on the episode, we're gonna, I don't know what we're going to do for you yet. So, <laughs> some people already have like some people already have our shirts and stickers, so we, yeah. we don't have anything else to really offer. But Who knows? We might have something else by then. We might have something else by then. So we're going to you know, definitely just want to kind of interact with people. Yeah, I love That'll it. That'll be cool. So we so don't yeah, know so when we're going to do that episode. We're not yeah, sure. So send us your questions. We'd love to hear from you. What questions do you have for us? Fly fishing, dad, anything related. We would love to talk a little bit more about that. And then we've got some exciting stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, with dads on the fly, we got some great interviews scheduled some in the near future. Really cool you interviews. Do scheduled. not want to miss some really cool guys in the 
fishing industry, some really cool dads that are just doing the dad thing well, and uh, some exciting stuff for this summer. So we cannot wait to have that out for you, for you to be able to experience. Don't be missing next week. Next week, we've got an awesome interview with the guys from Davidson River Outfitters. So make sure to check yeah. that out. And, and they're then, giving all of our listeners a big uh, kind of a little... We'll just count there, so make sure so you make check, sure that check those episodes out. And then, man, I just want to say before we close this episode out, I got to give a big shout out to my wife. You're talking about being blessed. We celebrate 10 years well, of marriage. I was going to do that, man. You Thursday. took my thunder. Oh, I stole your thunder. I was I'm about sorry. to congratulate you on 10 years of marriage. Yep, this you're Thursday. Taking we celebrate. Off this week to go celebrate. You're going to get her and in the water and do some fishing. My wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah we planned this anniversary trip. We talked about where we want to go, what we want to do. And she she suggested this, not me. She suggested. Well, what if we went fishing for a couple of days? I like it. So we're going fly fishing for a couple days. Do some days. other things too. Oh, yeah, I'm we're sure, going to yeah. do some shopping. Exploring. We're going to go. We're going to go to a spa and let her get pampered. And have a nice restaurant. So go I would out ad- to eat somewhere. Flo- I would pleasant. advise for you if you go to a spa. You going with her? Oh yeah, uh, pedicures are good things, man. Hey man, we're getting a couple of massages. I say that, that plan. Massages are good too. I'm a big fan of those. Pedicures are not bad. I, I love a good pedicure, man. Hey, don't Just, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. Uh, so that winds up wraps up. Episode 40. Be on the lookout for some cool content coming out via Instagram and be, and the pod. Please DM us. We've been selling a pretty been selling some shirts recently. So yeah, if you want, if you want some shirts, merch, check it out. Get them. We got all sizes from small all the way up to double X. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got plenty of stickers. And for those of you who are local and listening, when you see the rat running their pigeon right here with a couple of kids, <laughs> or, at us. Hey, and if you want to run the, if you want to just float a couple hours one day, give us a shout. Oh shoot, yeah. Because I need we to can make something happen. Because when I we take gotta, foster, I need another adult when you're not there to get, <laughs> help me get the rope down. So yeah, we're we're, really we're good. good. Make it happen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Dads on the Fly. Again, make sure to check us out wherever you want to find us: Facebook, Instagram, and also on our new website, dadsonthefly.com. Yeah, we got some improvements coming to the website. Also. Please rate and review, guys. I know we say that over and over, but um, it, it takes two minutes. Just, you know, I try to do that for the podcast I listen to. Just give us a rate and a review. Helps us out wherever you get your pod. We love seeing them, and uh, we hope to see you guys out on the water. Summer feels like it's here. It's been so hot, but spring yep. and summer are here. Water temps are great. Blue lines are awesome. Go out there and fish. And uh, tight lines until then. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of Dads on the Fly. And until next time, tight lines. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dads on the Fly. We hope this episode has inspired and encouraged you as a parent or an angler as we wade through the fishing and parenting life on the fly. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dads on the Fly and shoot us a message as we always love to hear from you. If you are interested in needing Dads on the Fly merchandise, you can find it there as well. Send us a message and we'd be happy to supply you with stickers or t-shirts. If you found this podcast helpful or entertaining, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, tight lines.